Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Lola and Lonnie, Cityville's only drag podcast, with your hostesses, Merlola Bordeaux and Alanis Percocet. This week, we'll be pushing it, pushing it real good, so you don't have to. You're welcome. I held his hands as he died. Uh, it was it was beautiful, honestly. That was really fucked up, though, Alanis, because you didn't need to cut his hands off before he died. Mm-hmm. You could have waited because you know he, he only had a, he had a, a couple months left. I think really what what ended it so fast was the fact that you you cut his hands off and and then you just sat there holding them and it was really weird, um, but like beautiful, but mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah, a little bit. Do you think they look good above the mantle? Oh, um, yeah, you could totally do that. I thought you were going to make earrings, uh, personally. I thought you were going to make mm. earrings because they're not big hands. They're not big. They're, they're, they're pretty frail. He had dainty hands. Yeah, and, and there's definitely some osteoporosis going on in there, some bone density uh, loss. So I don't even think they'd be that heavy. Um, God, but Do you think we're going to get... Are we going to get osteoporosis? Because I want to look fucking thin. I want to be, I want to be like so frail. It's like you could push me over and every bone in my body would snap. That's, yes. Uh, Think of us, Alanis Percocet, 40 years old. About to die. Frail as all hell. Osteoporosis Mm -hmm. down to the corns on our feet. Um, yeah. And we're we're at the end of our lives, live, having lived very long, uh, you know, prosperous gay lives at the age of forty. Yeah. Um, What's it like? Do you think being thirty nine, knowing that the grim specter of gay death is is sort of standing over you, rubbing one out? Uh, I think that's kind of exciting, and I would be like on my tits, on my tits, death, because death. He's hot. Yeah. You know, because he's a bad boy. Death is also a bad skinny. Boy. He is skinny. He's a bad boy. And he got that big old scythe, which, you know, I mean, I've seen I've seen pictures of that big old scythe. And uh, you can uh, you can come come bring that scythe right right along my neck any day you want death. Death, baby. I'm here. Do you think he's edging the whole time when he's so you're 39 yeah. and a gay man. You're about to die. Death is about to come for you. Mm-hmm. He's standing over you, but is he is he just sort of edging for the whole year? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but you know, if if he misses that that moment where you turn forty, then you have to live a long time after that. And that's that's mm. how you get that 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 is how you get um, uh, gays like. Uh, um, I can't think of a single gay over 40. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, Alanis. No, I I can't. I think I can think of one gay over 40. Sir uh, Ian McKellen. It, Sir Ian McKellen. The only yes. one. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one. And that's why he has those magical powers. Well, exactly. Because death fucked up and 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 missed missed that uh sweet, sweet nut on 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 uh Sir Ian McKellen's uh, bosom. Well, have you seen younger pictures of Sir Ian McKellen? I actually don't think I have. Oh, he was a fucking snack. Ooh. 
I bet he was because he. I mean, he's still an incredibly handsome yeah, older man, and he has a very singular uh, face and look. I think he is. Mm-hmm. He uh, you, when you see Sir Ian McKellen, you know it's Sir Ian McKellen because it, it, he, he can be dressed as as Gandalf. He can be dressed as um, somebody named Randolph, and you would know it's him. Randolph. The 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 brother of Gandalf, the twin brother of Gandalf. Well, the brother of 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 uh, Gandalf and Rudolph. So he's like uh, mm. half brother to each, and he's got a red nose. Yeah, Randolph the red nosed uh, runier. Red nosed. Red nosed. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it means either. Oh, it's a it's a Tolkien thing. That's well, because you know you know Rudolph and you know Gandalf. You don't know a lot about Randolph. You know Randolph and Gandalf, Gandalf and Rudolph. And Vixen. God, the name Vixen. The power that that must have in the barnyard. Yeah, is she? I bet she's the only female reindeer, and she's just like <sighs> Vixen. And here's the thing: she's so hot. Mm-hmm. She's so hot, and she won't sleep with any of them. No, she will not. There's other reindeer she'll sleep with, but she has the power over them because they all want to. And they, it's like a f- fun workplace banter where they're all like, she, she'll flirt with every single one of them, but ain't mm-hmm. ain't none of them getting that, getting that vixen snatch. Except, no. well, okay. Um, I think uh, Prancer and Dancer, I mean, they're, they're, gay. A gay, they're a gay couple. Yeah, they're a gay couple. Yeah, they're a gay couple. Um, so, you know, she... she the flirting with them is different because it's like, you know, it can go further without getting weird because you know, they all know that nothing's nothing's going on there. Oh, I thought they would be like absolute best. Like I thought she'd be their Judy. Oh, absolutely. But you you, you don't flirt with a Judy on occasion. It's fun. No, really. No, I've never been into the like the like ooh girlies like your uh, your titties. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Your reindeer titties. For good reason, if, if that is, yeah. <laughs> that I tried it once, and I said, ooh, girly, <laughs> your, your, your titties. Oh, girly, yes. Yes, girly, your titties. Oh. Yes, I want to have vaginal intercourse with you, mama. I want to touch those with my hands and, and stuff. With my hooves. Do you think the vixen flies near the front and is sort of like, every now and then looks back? Ooh, I, she flies near the front and... um. Every now and then, that tail will like swish up just for a second, just to give the boys oh. a peek. Give the boys wow. a peek. But she knows exactly what she's doing. I don't. That, here's the thing: I don't think she has to look back because she knows. She knows. Is that sort of her version of a basic instinct, like Cooch Flash? Yeah, I think so. She, she saw that movie and was like, "Honestly, I deserve royalties from this. This I originated. This. I, I've been doing this for eight hundred years." Um, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> this ain't new. Michelle Pfeiffer can go scratch. This ain't no new shit. This I've been doing this coochie flash. I've been I've been flashing this cooch. Thank you so much. Where my where's my royalty check? I've been flashing this cooch since your great 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 grandmother was a little wee baby. Uh, it's slipping sliding out of her mama's cooch. So you know what? Yeah. This cooch she been flashing. <laughs> she been flashing, and I love that for her. I can't wait for her memoir. Yeah, I, you know. 
I, I, I'm going to wait for it to come out on 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 uh, the audiobook um, because yeah. I want to hear. Oh, her, she's reading it exactly. I want to hear her read it because I want to get her inflection and and her. Uh, I, I feel like she also would just have like sides like away, just be like. I need to explain this part of the memoir a little bit more. This is the special, like, behind the scenes, behind the memoir memoir. That's what Oh, some, some, like, Terry Pratchett-style footnotes. Mm-hmm. Yes! I want some footnotes. I want some hoove notes. Some hoove notes, Mama. Don't behoove me. Do you... <laughs> do you think if she started in OnlyFans, there would be enough, like, furry freaks out there to get in on that? Oh, 100%, but... I don't, the thing is, she doesn't, she didn't need that. No, she's got a stable job. She, yeah, like in the stable where she spends most of the (laughs) year. Uh, Because, you know, she, it's only the one night that she flies, flies around. So she's got a stable job. And she, what do you think they do for the rest of the year? Um, well, I think she, she's just, she's out there teasing the boys. She's out there teasing the boys. Um, spending her time uh, cropping around the cropping around the stable i don't know i i feel like cropping around she's been she has been doing this for for 800 years she's she's this is her retirement you know maybe at one point she was you know she would work in the stable or you know get a part-time job making toys or you know um whatever whatever else needs doing up there but at this point, she she doesn't need that. She she's got she's she's got, she's on tenure. She's on tenure. Yeah. Wow. That's and that's girl bossery. Yeah. It really is. And I, you know, uh, as a, a non reindeer folk, I hope that I can achieve that level of of success in in drag someday. I would love to have drag tenure. Mm, drag tenure. What does that look like? Well, um, it means we only have to perform once every 10 years. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. But people still I come up to you on the street and tip you. Uh, they, they put mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, loonies down your titties. Uh, oh, they, they pull your top down and, and put a toonie on each nipple, uh, rub it a little bit, and then um, put, your, put your top back up. And you don't stop walking. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with Canadian drag. It's the only problem. Trust us. It's there's only the one. It's the it's the, it's the single problem. You cannot tip somebody below five dollars. Mm-hmm. But here's my here's my quandary. Mm-hmm. Here is my quandary. I am a broke ass bitch. Five dollars. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money that I'm not always that I'm not always throwing out. However, well, and it's like I, I can't give five dollars if I'm at a drag show. Can't give five dollars yeah. to every queen. That's the thing. Unless it's a very unless it's like just two two or three queens performing. Then I guess if I've had a few few sure. drinks, I'll probably make it work, even though I probably shouldn't. But y- yeah. you're at a show where there's like ten queens, kind of like a revolving. Door. I know. You can't. Do what am that. I to do? Yeah, exactly. It's difficult. But I here's my thought though. It's sort of how a lot of the time. If you make a show, pay what you can, you will end up making more money purely because you'll get more people coming out yeah. who are maybe going to throw in $5, you know, whatever they can afford. If I can tip a dollar, $2 to a queen, 
I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I feel like the queens would make more money. Here's my idea that I have never put any effort into trying to uh, bring to fruition. Uh, But I think that if you had um, some of the bars in, in, in the local gay area got together and were like, okay, well, let's create this like money, this paper money that is people can buy for like, you know, here's five dollars, here's five one dollar bills. Um mm. and then there you can use them at any of the the uh establishments to tip your queens. And then they just cash those in. Something like that. Or even just like put out some buckets that are like, hey They if... do that at some shows. Oh, do they? I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, well and great. Some queens will even just like you can hand them a loony and they'll be like, I'll find somewhere to put it. I'm going to work in a, 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 a cup or a bucket into every one of my numbers and have it be thematically relevant to the song. I love that. Uh, it's, but the thing is, Alanis, you only lip sync to the cup song. And that's, and <laughs> see, that's why. Yeah. And- I come out, I've got an Anna Kendrick <laughs> wig on. I sit on the edge of the stage. You come out with your mission statement first, and you say, I, mm-hmm. Alanis Percocet, in every number you see this night in this in this three-hour-long show, will work a cup or bucket for tipping into mm-hmm. the act seamlessly and thematically. And then you go off stage again, uh, the curtain comes down, and it, it, it's just like a, you're holding it because it, it's, you know, it, you couldn't install it. It uh, goes down, comes up, and then you come out again as uh, Anna Kendrick. And you know what I call my show? What? Bitch Perfect. Ugh, wow. That is so smart. Alanis, that is so smart and innovative. I've never, wow. That is incredible. That is incredible. Alanis, I want to come, when, when is the show happening? Because I have not seen you perform live in so long because you know me and you were, we're so busy i mean we we never we so never busy. have yeah we never have time to perform uh and if we're both performing in the same night you know i am i am off stage going getting myself ready mm. so that i can lip sync the words uh with proper diction mama why do you think i have this bucket right here the show it's happening right now okay uh well alanis I don't have an outfit on, but I do have these two extra loonies. You put them on your nipples, and I'll uh, put $1 on mine. And let's shake them like some damn maracas. Uh... Today's episode is brought to you by Pitch Perfect 4, starring Anna Kendrick as a college girl. Still... She's in college, she's working on her degree, and she's singing those acapella songs with people who uh, are probably famous on Broadway, but not really in the movies, and that's fine. Oh, and Rebel Wilson's there. And Rebel Wilson is there, and she is a lesbian now. Rebel Wilson, diking out (laughs) since recently. A long cardigan. Do you remember, it must have been like 2010 mm-hmm. era, the fashion. The fashion, fashion. was a, a clog, like a, 
A clog shoe. A clog. A, a. Are you thinking of like Uggs? No, they were like clog. Well, like Uggs and like clog shoes. Clugs. Clugs. Yeah. And, oh my God, a clug. It's a fuzzy, fuzzy clog. It, yeah, it's it, it's just a clog that's moldy and it's got some fuzz growing out of the wood. But yeah, a clug. You know what my thing with people who wore Uggs were? No one seemed to pick up the goddamn feet. Well, no, that was part of it. Is you shuffle along. That's why they were like pretty much flat at the bottom, and you were like, "I can shuffle," and it's just part of my like. It's like I'm preppy, but I'm I'm still I still have that that uh, angsty apathy towards everything. So like, look, I'm I'm like preppy in my like long cardigan, my my uh, Uggs, and and uh, you know my my jeans that are tucked into the uggs for some reason and i'm shuffling mm. but i'm shuffling along though i don't care enough but look i'm, I'm but it wasn't concerned. a lot of the time it wasn't jeans it was uh leggings? it was tights yeah. it was leggings it was leggings as pants that there was that okay but or skinny jeans they were skinny jeans and the skinny yep. jeans would be tucked but there's a way you do it where you 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 kind of like fold part of it over and then tuck the jean into the boot so that it, it doesn't bunch up at the bottom. And there was this one girl in my drama class who uh, really, I think, wanted to be like one of the cool girls. So she dressed like like that. But I think her jeans were like were like uh, just like regular bottom jeans they weren't tight jeans but so she just kind of stuffed the bottoms in and then it looked like she had like <laughs> a, a tumor around her uh you know upper ankle and i was like girl girl no girl like a bottlenecking jean yes exactly and i was like this makes it so it just uh, so much worse can i come and fix your pants i am i am a i am a, a closeted young 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 man um, who is is your sort of friend? Can I just come and fix your your jeans, and then come and go up to you and like, shh, just like, shh, don't tell anyone. Shush. Don't tell anyone because they'll know. They'll know. And did you did you say that to her? I did not say that to her. Oh, you failed. But if I could go back, I yeah I I was I was a I was a bad I was a, I, I was a bad um, bad feminist side gay I was. <laughs> It was a bad feminist, exactly, yeah. and um, that's what that Roxanne Gay book is about. Gay, it's about gay gay men who <laughs> gay men who you could have fixed her, you could have fixed her pants and her clugs, and and you know what she would have been her clugs she would have been queen bee of that school if you yeah. had been if you had been there to support her, but you hate mm. women. You hate women, and so now she's probably dead. Okay. Yeah, and you. But you know what was over the the. Okay, they're wearing a T-shirt from like Aeropostale. Um, oh yeah. Oh, Abercrombie and Fitch. They're wearing yeah. They're wearing an Abercrombie and Fitch T-shirt, and they the shirt's just a little too small for them. They have dry hair mm -hmm. dry dry hair because they bangs. straighten it all the time yeah like, yeah throughout the day and it's cool it, and it looks like it's about to catch fire yeah huge purse huge huge oversized huge purse. clunky purse yeah yeah 
And then tying this whole look together is a long cardigan. Yeah. Long enough that you could literally tie uh, everything together with it. Like you could use the With the long yeah. cardigan. Yeah. Do you remember the cardigans with the like the rhinestones? Oh, I think I do. Do you remember those? I think I do. They would have rhinestones down the middle, mm-hmm. like they would have maybe four, five, six rhinestones running down the center of it. Yeah. And it was, I remember at the time thinking, wow, that's tacky. <laughs> and everyone's wearing them. The only place that rhinestones aren't tacky is in drag. That's the thing. Rhinestones are for the gays. They're for the and gays. It's, and even when we wear it, it's because it's a kind of ironic. Yeah. Ex- well, not not all of us. A lot of, mm. all, I mean, you're, but you're, 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 you're dressing not for, you know. No, not to go to biology class. Yeah. You're not Sarah Ann in, in calculus, uh, two rows over. No, you're, 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 you need to shine from the stage to, you know, Sarah Ann sitting at the back of the bar. Yeah. Cause she's, you know, Sarah Ann, um, she's figuring herself out now. You know? She's figuring herself out and we love that for her. Yeah. But she's still wearing that goddamn long cardigan. There's only th- there's only three rhinestones left though. But then here's the difference though. But those rhinestones were not they weren't like costume rhinestones that are supposed to be glittery and fun and delightful. They were like a gray rhinestone, like a little that they were they were like I don't know like pyramiding okay, in the middle. Yeah. Like they they all came to a point. Yeah. And I just remember being like, it's enough to wear a sweater darling it doesn't have to be the sweater doesn't have to be doing everything on top of this and what i have to ask of you is did you tell did you tell sarah ann that mama to my detriment i told everyone everything (laughs) (laughs) so you were you were you were a a, you were a good feminist i guess i was a good feminist i you know did you tell it to their face or did you tell it to somebody else who then told it to them no, you could argue that I probably told too many people too many things to their face. <laughs> uh, that's for sure. Uh, but uh, to know to know high school Alanis Percocet, I would look. I would she wanted you to know that she was vicious and not to be fucked with. <laughs> and I'm so proud of her for that. You know, when I think of a long card again, I think of. Uh, a uh, a middle-aged woman on like a spring or fall day walking out onto her 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 front uh, porch or veranda and it's a little bit chilly and she's just like wrapping it around her and looking wistfully off into the distance wondering you say middle-aged you mean like 33 specifically 33 yes yeah because 66 is end-aged um mm. so middle age would be 33. Yeah, that sounds yeah. math. Um yeah, yeah, I'm so standing there looking wistfully off, wondering where her where her her husband is, where her life went wrong, why her her um jeans don't fit properly into her clugs and where her her last her other three um rhinestones went from this cardigan she's had since high school. Oh, uh, since high school she's had them. Sarah and Ann. Is that Sarah yeah. Ann? Oh my God, it's Sarah Ann. 
Sarah Ann, girl. She's standing there, looking wistfully off. When will my husband come back from war? She never got married. Um, no, and, and and there is not an ongoing war that she's familiar with. No, no. She doesn't watch the news. No. She gets her news on Twitter. Um, oh, and not good Twitter. Oh, no, no. And, and she mostly... Sarah Ann got radicalized. <laughs> Sarah Ann, we... Okay, but let's be real. Merlola, Sarah Ann was at was at the Ottawa occupation. Oh she God. was at she was at the trucker rally. She was well. She was. She, she occupied the capital. Yeah, she, she she but she didn't plan it. She just gonna she stumbled upon it drunkenly. Um, because she she was hoping that it was gonna be like you know more of like a you know um a street fair kind of a thing uh, with some political stuff thrown in. Why do you defend Sarah Ann? Why have you always defended Sarah Ann? Because I never helped her in high school. I should have. Oh if I God. had fixed her jeans going into her clogs, she would be on a, such a different path right now. Those jeans tripped her up, and 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 now and now look where she is. Okay, now it's my fault. Alanis Percocet. It is my fault that she organized a trucker rally and, and tried. She organized the trucker rally. <sighs> Yeah, you know what? It's- okay, so first, okay, no, we need to back up. So first, Sarah Ann was just sort of stumbled into. She thought it was the Word on the Street Festival, and she just sort of stumbled into it. That's that's how you started off. You, you were like, oh, she thought it was like Taste of the Danforth, and she just sort of stumbled into it. <laughs> And she thought she'd have a nice little time. And now you are changing your tune and telling everyone at home that Sarah Ann is the the organizational force behind the trucker rally. You know what? I think the, the it's, fucking occupation of our nation's capital. Really, it's my fault. I, in a sense, organized the trucker rally in that I set Sarah Ann on that path. And, and now, now she oh is God, going into the capital uh, of our country... Uh, with a w- with a bomb strapped to her, and she is saying, what? "There was a bomb strapped to Sarah Ann." It hasn't happened yet. I'm just saying th- oh this is the God. trajectory Wait. she's on. Sarah Ann, you can foresee the future, and you haven't stopped her yet. She's gonna blow up the Capitol for Lola. Alanis, what are you gonna do about this, Alanis? I still haven't figured out how to fix her jeans. That's my problem. Is they're just oh so God. baggy? They're too baggy. These are supposed to be tight jeans if you want them to tuck into your clugs. And and over the yeah. years they haven't gotten any tighter. They've gotten baggier. And I I don't know. I have practiced. I have pre- You see all these jeans lying around our yeah. apartment? Oh my God, that explains it. All these all these clogs and all these Uggs that I have sewn together Got to make clugs. I. Yeah. I have been trying, Alanis, to save our goddamn country, and I don't know how to. I don't know how to get there anymore because I, it's just like I, I look at all these calculations. I've done math, yeah. Alanis, and it's real beautiful mind over here, but with denim. And you see these three rhinestones; these are from her cardigan that I could sew them back on. But is that going to fix anything? I don't know if I can fix Sarah Ann anymore. I don't know. It might be oh too God. late. It might be too late. It might the, be too late for our nation's capital. The only thing I can think of, Alanis. The only thing I can think of is that we need to get her a longer cardigan. It goes down to the floor and covers where the jeans meet the clugs. Because then Sarah Ann, she can walk around and be like, look, I am a cool girl from 2010 and my jeans fit perfectly into my clugs. And look, 
my cardigan is longer than your cardigan, which means I am the alpha female in this situation. The longer the longer the cardigan, the closer to God or something. Yeah, it wraps all the way around. I have I have a few things to say to this. One, where, where the jeans meet the clugs is a beautiful name for a poetry collection, and I really think <laughs> you should explore that. Oh, I think that's uh, Rupi Carr's next. Uh, next, I think that's actually. I think yeah, it's already. I think, in, re- I think it's already in the works. I think that's copyright. Yeah. Can we talk about the fact? Can we talk about the fact? That Rupi Carr's last collection of poetry oh, no. is called Healing Through Words. Wait, really? <laughs> it's called Healing Through Words. It's like she's sort of She just said, I don't I don't have to try anymore. I I can just <laughs> No. She, no. Just One could argue she never really did. Yeah, but like I don't even have to pretend that I'm trying anymore. No, that poetry is beautiful and heals the soul. Poetry contains words for the chicken soup with rice. Oh my god, that's what it is. That's what it is, Merlola. She's chicken soup for the soul for people who think that they're more interesting than that. But plot twist, they're not. You're just bankrolling Rupi Carr's fund uh, to go on on, on vacation and... and uh, word vomit some some words into a uh, recorded uh, recording device. And not a lot of words. No. Not I, a lot of words. Maybe four or five words and a little picture. Well, yeah, for, e- for each poem. And then she just kind of like, when the when the recording device is, is full, she just kind of drops it where she is and, and her, her publisher will come along and find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just sort of like, they have a drone following her and then they exactly. scoop in and, yeah. Yeah. Um, secondly... Secondly, and, and, and arguably more importantly, mm, I don't know. Can we talk about the fact that Sarah Ann, Sarah Ann, no longer wears jeans in her clogs. She's wearing tights. She's wearing leggings as pants now because she thinks it's 2012. And she has an arrested development. Is she, well. This is a new development in this situation. I thought I was to blame for all of this. And now I think she should be arrested. And that's the development going on here. Are you serious? Yeah. She she should have no more anger. Her anger should be gone because... Well, Merlo, you could also argue that she should be arrested for occupying, for joining the trucker rally and uh, organizing the trucker rally. Well... <laughs> and planning to bomb the Capitol. Was she wearing jeans Capitol. then or was she wearing... Was she wearing jeans or was she wearing tights, Alanis? At that time. She was wearing, well, her cardigan was so long that no one could. She was wearing one of those winter jackets that women wear that goes all the way to their, to their boots. Okay. Those puffy, puffy, yeah. like, purple jackets. But a really long one. Yeah, puffy and purple. It's probably something you can relate to. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> So what are you going to do? What are you going to do about Sarah Ann? Alanis, I don't know. I think I need to go. I need to go find her. And I need to just, I need to sit down and I need to talk to her. And when she sits down, her long coat and long cardigan will pull up. And I can see once and for all exactly what she is wearing under there. Because then I'll know whether it's my fault or not. And if it's my fault, I take full responsibility. And it's my fault that she is going to uh, blow up the Capitol and and set 
the world into uh, you know World War Three pretty much because she'll blame it on I don't know some other country. Uh, I think it'll be a civil war. Well, I don't think that war is going to be very civil, Mama. That war is no, not going to be civil because those truckers they ain't Mm-mm. civil, and they're going to Sarah Ann if she martyrs herself like that. They, it, mm. That is going to give them uh, all sorts of, of of fuel for the flames, and they're going to fight to the death, Alanis. And that's that's the mm. end of the world right there. So if that is the situation, then I take full responsibility. It's on me because I didn't fix her jeans. Only in that only in that instance. No, but if she is wearing tights, or if her if she's got skinny jeans that fit into her clugs, then that's on her. That is on her, mm. and that is what I need to find out. So I'm going to take her out. We're going to have a coffee, and I'm going to I'm going to look, and I'm going to listen to her her uh, conspiracy theory rhetoric while I I find out whether or not this is my fault. And if it's not my fault, then I'm taking Sarah Ann out. Oh my God! You're going to kill her? No, we're going to go out to dinner and continue to talk this through and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Oh, post coffee. Yeah. Well, this was at coffee and you know what? uh, We're, you know, I'm not buying her coffee. We're, you know, she's buying her coffee. I bought mine. I got there first. I was waiting for like, you know, 15 minutes or something. She texted me. Hey, sorry, I'm running a little bit late. Uh, But, you know, if, 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 if it's not my fault, then... Yeah, I'm taking her out. I'm taking her out to dinner, and we're gonna just keep talking all day. Oh, that's she... nice of you. I think I think Sarah Ann just needs a friend. Like she, mm-hmm. I think she always wanted to be popular in high school, and it never really happened for her. And I think she took that really personally. I agree, but popular in high school, girl, you peaked in high school. Sarah Ann, you still have your opportunity to peak. You haven't blown out the Capitol yet, and you don't have to. You don't have to. Sarah Ann, you have a a, a degree in biochemistry. You are so smart. You have a really good-paying job. And look at you. You grew into that. You grew into that nose. You grew into that nose of yours, and now your face looks so good your nose was huge in high school but now the rest of you grew and and you look so good you know what i'm just going to give you a couple snips here of the hair a couple snips there going to zhuzh it up a bit um let's see we're gonna we're gonna take this long cardigan off uh i got you some some uh some cute uh uh little 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 boots the the clugs are out the the jeans uh get rid of those we're 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 gonna get you uh just we're going to get you done up and we're going to do a makeover. Mm. I think that she needs a makeover because Sarah Ann, she is a catch and she's hot. She just doesn't know it. She didn't have a gay to tell her, Hey, Sarah Ann, you're fucking stunning. And, uh, anybody would be so lucky to have you. Sarah Ann. Once again, once again, women be ruining everything because of their poor body image. Yeah. And I, you know what? I want to be a good feminist now, and I'm going to, I am going to fix my past mistakes, and I am going to tell Sarah Ann that she needs to change everything appearance-wise, and she'll be happy. And that's the moral of this story. Just, just everything appearance-wise. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. And that, to me, uh, deserves a round of applause with these two severed hands. <laughs> I think going with the earrings was a good choice, Alanis. Do you? Okay, watch. Oh my God, you're just shaking your head. That's so good. <laughs> I love it. 
Well, folks, that's going to do it for us here at the Lola and Lonnie podcast. And hey, if you're in the Cityville area this weekend, why don't you come on down to the Cityville Civic Center where we're going to be de-radicalizing trucker wives and trad wives by giving them a quick makeover and saying, girl, you don't need that man, girl. You got this, babe. (laughs) Girl power, mama. And they're going to go out there and they're going to kill their radical trucker husbands because honestly gross none of them washed their butts during that occupation not one of them showered which honestly for them probably wasn't that much of a change if we're being real they didn't even wipe bitch they didn't even they didn't even go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) remember to continue demanding the defunding and demilitarization of your local police force from cityville i'm alanis percocet and i'm merlola bordeaux qui says mon chéri The tea, the gaggery, the goopery of it, sis, who was over it? <laughs>